Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show here on a Thursday. News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, all new pre-owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. And now we finally know what the schedules look like for the NFL. And I'm excited. I'll have you know, yes, I watched a good chunk of the schedule release show last night because I'm excited. I don't care what Steve says, I'm excited. That we can finally count down to football because, because now we know when everything is going to be at this point. And I was pretty intrigued by how many, how much the NFL is focusing on the primetime games. There are a lot of good primetime games. And even Monday Night Football. I was fairly impressed with the Monday Night Football schedule. That is, it's not stellar. It's it's definitely the least intriguing of the four networks but it's one of their better schedules they've had there's some pretty good matchups in there Sunday night football is just one big hit after one big game after another early on it kind of dwindles a little bit toward the end of the season but boy that early schedule that Sunday night football has is really that is that is going to be a lot of fun and of course that includes the season opener between the Bucks and the Cowboys, and then you have Week 1, Bears and the Rams. But Week 4, of course, they have the Patriots and the Bucks with tough for Tom Brady's return. Chiefs-Ravens Week 2. Bills at Chiefs Week 5, rematch from the AFC title game. Seahawks-Steelers Week 6, which I think is a pretty good game. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Titans-Rams Week 9. Chiefs-Raiders was a good one last year in Vegas. That's Week 10. Steelers-Chargers Week 11. Browns-Ravens Week 12. Washington at Dallas Week 16. 
So th there's a lot of so it kind of dwindles a little bit toward the end, but that early schedule: Bears, Rams, Chiefs, Ravens, Bucks, Patriots, Bills, Chiefs. Whew, that's hard hitters for the first five weeks of this season. I love that. Love, love, love that. And the Monday night football schedule, as I mentioned, is not terrible either. Honestly. I think Ravens at Raiders is a, is a pretty good game for week one. I do. Lions-Packers, eh. Eagles at Cowboys is a good one. Colts-Ravens is going to be a, an interesting one. With Carson Wentz versus Lamar Jackson over there. Bills-Titans is a great game, week six. Giants at Chiefs is somewhat intriguing, week eight. Uh, that's Maybe that's just me from the NFC East standpoint. Bears-Steelers, Week 9, that's a classic matchup. Maybe not today, it's not great, but, you know, it's good. two good marquee teams. Giants-Bucks, Week 11. Patriots-Bills, Week 13. Rams-Cardinals, Week 14. That could be a tremendous game, especially that late in the season. Browns-Steelers, Week 17. So, I think ESPN did really good, too. Or, or, honestly... And Thursday night football is actually pretty good, too. At least I think. So it was, I think Jim Nance said it best last night when he joined Al Michaels and Joe Buck and Rich Eisen on the NFL Networks show. That with the extra week, he was skeptical that maybe some games would be thin. As far as like getting enough good games for all the networks. But he said there's really no layoff to that. And I tend to agree. At least in every week, there is at least one or two like really hard-hitting matchups, especially early on in the season. Week one overall, as I mentioned yesterday, I still believe is a, overall is a little bit of a downward spiral, but there's still a lot of intriguing games within week one. The opener, the Sunday night game, the Monday night game, at uh, 4 o'clock, you got Chiefs and the Browns, Bill Steelers. So when you look at it from that perspective, it's it's pretty good. And there are a lot of other good matchups. Fox, in Week 9, ended up getting Chiefs and the Packers. Which I couldn't believe didn't get Sunday night. Although I believe, actually, NBC, I think, might have had them last year, so that I guess I can understand that to a certain extent. But getting back to my original point, though, it is clear the NFL really wanted to hard hit on the primetime games to make sure the really, really good matchups were there. And you got it. You really do have it. Yeah, Thursday night is okay. Rams-Seahawks is a decent game. That's probably the first one that intrigues me the most first week five. You do have Giants-Washington football team week two. But if you're an NFC East guy, that's... If you're not an NFC East a fan, then there's that. Then it's not that great a matchup. Bucks-Eagles week six, as I mentioned yesterday. Packers-Cardinals could be intriguing week eight. That's a pretty good one. Ravens-Dolphins might be a good one, too. Cowboys-Saints, Steelers-Vikings... Chiefs Chargers, so 
Thursday night's not bad either. There's a couple of good ones in there. But I would definitely say Sunday and even Monday night. Sunday night obviously is leading the way, but Monday night did very good in this. They did very, very well. Those are just my couple of quick takeaways from the schedule release last night. And then at the end of the show, I'm saving it for the end. So Steve can dread it the whole time. We are going to do the W's and L's for the Steelers and Eagles schedules. And I'll just do a little tease. When I went through them last night, I actually got more wins combined for both teams than I thought I was going to. Maybe that might change now that I've had a night to sleep on it, but we'll see. Dick Girardi as well is going to join us to preview the Preakness and talk Medina Spirit, where things are there. We'll get to all that and more. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. You're on the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. Uh, the uh, Big Ten portion of the basketball schedule in, uh, came out in terms of home and away and um, and the single plays. So for Penn State, uh, there's no dates yet. There's going to be a big uh, television schedule reveal. Oh, no, that's right. The only thing I felt this time. You are such a hater. You are such a hater. Uh, <laughs> Joe, you're rubbing it in, Girardi. Home and away will be Indiana, Iowa, Michigan State, Minnesota, Northwestern, Ohio State, Rutgers. The other three teams that will come to the Jordan Center to get you to 10 will be Michigan, Nebraska, and Purdue. That means Micah Shrewsbury will not go to Purdue this year. The away-only games will be Illinois, Maryland, and Wisconsin. So that's how the accommodation will work. So again, Penn State will play home and away in basketball with Indiana, Iowa, Michigan State, Minnesota, Northwestern, Ohio State, and Rutgers. They will be home only with Michigan, Nebraska, and Purdue. And then the uh, teams they will they will only play away will be Illinois, Maryland, and Wisconsin. So Champaign-Urbana, College Park, and Madison. So there you go. That's how the schedule breakdown in the Big Ten for basketball this year. 
at some point, I would say in the relatively near future, I would think maybe before this month is out, we'll get what the ACC Challenge game is. And then you start filling in from there. So there you go. So it's, it, Dick and I always, I mean, we always look at this stuff all the time. And he texted, you know, I, he texted me with the, the, the schedule. I texted him back. I said, Minnesota, home and away, but Maryland only away. And Dick, he replies, stupid. <laughs> he says, but no at Nebraska. Yay. <laughs> he says, no at Michigan. Boo. That's true. I said, but at least you get Rutgers at Maryland, so it's good for you in terms of travel. I like that. He says, yeah, me too. Woody's, and that's where he stops to get food. Woody's in 30 minutes. I said, I might detour to Woody's to try it. He texted me back, I'll be there tomorrow on the way to the Preakness. I text back, you're killing me. (laughs) All right. So how about the big news today? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, it's... See what happens when you follow the science. All right, so... (laughs) I'll get some... (laughs) I said, you're killing me. He texts me back, sorry. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) Dick. So funny. Uh, we'll have Girardi on, by the way, a little bit later in the show today. We'll talk about the Preakness and how much you hate the horse. <laughs> it's just, you're just, he, he, you're, knows, he knows I don't like the horse. It's Everybody knows you hate the horse. <laughs> it's not Lassie, okay? You, it doesn't walk up to you and tell you that Timmy fell into the well. It, okay? It doesn't. What do you think? It looked over at the groom and said, hey, could you put more of that ointment on the ankles? That feels pretty good. <laughs> Could you pee over here so I can eat it? Hey, come on. Come on. The pee gives it extra flavor. Come on. <laughs> it hasn't been a good week for Baffert, okay? Uh, so we're going to talk to Dick about that at uh, 4.06 today. So the schedule release, but the story, in case you didn't see it, is that if you have been fully vaccinated... You're pretty much going to get, they recommend that uh, you return to pretty much a normal life. Uh, It was interesting because um, with the suit, the social distance thing, actually had been standard operating procedure for most people for his entire life. So there was never any issue with that. It would just stay the same. Just kidding. Um, Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. (laughs) <laughs> there we go so um, but yeah they made the announcement today that uh, you're fully vaccinated you're good to go now and I guess too for when you go to a sporting event because they say when you're in indoor large crowds so I guess if you're an, at an outdoor sporting event I guess you're good now they didn't really define that and, and then for indoors, the other bigger question, because they say you, you still should have it on if you're in a plane, if you're in a hospital, if you're in a train, whatever. Yeah, it's confined. Yeah. It's I guess confined. they don't. I guess they, that's not considered for a hockey or basketball arena then. 
Well, if it's a Flyers game, it doesn't matter. There's nobody there anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah. Season's <laughs> over. <laughs> Season's over. But for the um, Sixers, though. Yeah, the Sixers will be in. And so will the Penguins. Yep. Um, but, yeah, that's um, that's big story today. Uh, and the... Story is that uh, hey, look from now on, that's the way you know. It's a big moment. People in waves now. The question is is how will people adjust? Okay, I mean there. I think there 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 will be people that will be cautious about. Mask wearing in public still. I, I don't know what you think, but I think that that's a distinct possibility. I definitely agree. Plus two, at least for Pennsylvania. I don't know what other states are going to do. But we also have to keep in mind that venues, school districts, municipalities, whatever, can still have stricter mitigations if they feel they need to. Well, we'll see how Tuesday turns out with the ballot. How about that? Yeah, that too. I mean, that is also, we'll see how that turns out. Um, I don't know what that's going to mean, but I'm just saying I know there's, what, three questions on the ballot? Four total, but two of them have to do with emergency declarations. Right. And then the other one, I think, deals with, um, uh, it had something to do with the suit, right? (laughs) F-O-U-L-E-D, that spells (laughs) foul Oh. Now, it should be pointed out that both the Williamsport Crosscutters and the Spikes uh, will be going to 100% capacity starting on uh, Memorial Day. So Medler Field, Lebrano Park increases to 100% capacity uh, for Memorial Day when they play Frederick. So there you go. How about that? Well, so a good day if you're fully vaccinated. Again, what's the incentive to get a vaccination? The incentive to get a vaccination, obviously, is to protect yourself, protect people around you. That's obvious. But they kept telling people, well, you're really you're still restricted. Well, that wasn't exactly what you call like, well, why did they bother getting it then? All right. That's what some people asked. Well, now... The door is open. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Why don't you go out to the lot tonight? Take a look. Start dreaming. And guess what? They'll make the dream come true because they have a great sales staff that's going to work with you. A fabulous service department. Great pre-owned inventory as well. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, Humble's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Now the moment we've all been waiting for. We will now go through the schedule, and we will predict how the season will go. (laughs) 
<laughs> Here we go. I'm excited. So you want to start with the Eagles first? Sure. Uh, by the way, if, if you'd like to uh, quote Lisa, who seems to be, like, really on my side. <laughs> she does. You two are killing my buzz. <laughs> All right. So let's go through it. Okay. Starting with the Eagles. Week one at Atlanta. Yeah, I'll pick the Falcons. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Home. I, yeah, I go, uh, yeah. 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 I'm going L2. Okay. Um, week two at, or I'm sorry, home against San Francisco. Bad matchup, 49ers. I'm going to go win there. I think the Eagles get the W at home with San Fran coming across. You don't know what Trey Lance is going to be like. It, so I'm going with the win there. Then at Dallas for Monday Night Football, Dallas' is home opener week three. Yeah, not crazy about that matchup either. Well, Dak Prescott's back. No. Yeah, I, I got lost there too. All right, so I'm at one and three. You have, I'm at one and two. You have at zero and three to start. Uh, week four, Kansas City comes to town. Uh oh. What are you insane? Yeah, no. <laughs> I got an L for that one. Sorry. The Brett Veaches are gonna come hungry and ready to roll. All right, week five. Uh, I gotta pull it up here. At Carolina, week five. Uh, Sam Darnold should be in pretty good form by then. Carolina. I'm actually going to go win there for right now. That's a toss-up for me. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go win there. Okay. Home against Tampa Bay Thursday night. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Same. <laughs> L. Uh, at Las Vegas. I don't see them winning a game on the road like that. Plus, they'll be hungover from gambling. <laughs> They're going to gamble on rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> yeah, I, I go L there, too. Okay. Then at Detroit for Halloween. Well, I'll tell you, having Jared Goff there makes a big difference. I'll go with Detroit. I'm going to go win there, too. I don't like Detroit. I still think they stink. Goff or no Goff. Oh, brutal. And I still need to see more from Goff anyway. Then they are home against the Chargers. No, Herbert's really good. No, I go with L.A. <laughs> I am going to go with uh, L.A. as well. Oh, I'm sorry, no, I have that as a win. Yeah, I do have that as a win. Hmm. I think that's one of those games where the Chargers lose to a team that they're not supposed to. They're, you never know with them. Being on the road, too, so I'll take the Eagles in that one. All right. Yeah. Then at Denver, November 14th. Yeah, they got Teddy Bridgewater. No, I'll go Denver. Better receivers. Yeah, I go L there, too. Uh, home against the Saints next week. Mm, yeah, I think Taysom Hill makes a big difference. I think, um, I'll go with the Saints. <laughs> you got them over still. I'm, I'm going Eagles there at home. Uh, then at the Giants on the 28th. Uh, no chance. Giants will win. Yeah, I think the Giants are have a lot of revenge on their minds from last year, this and that. I think Giants get that one. Then back to MetLife for the Jets. I'll actually go with the Jets. I think it's going to be an upset. You know, Zach Wilson. <laughs> you really think they're going to lose to the Jets? Yeah. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I'm going Eagles on that one. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Home against Washington the next week. Washington defense pretty good. I go with Washington. I'm going with Washington as well. Then home against the Giants the day after Christmas. Um, really screams Happy Holidays, New York. <laughs> I will take the Eagles there at home. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost that one. Then they're at Washington again, January 2nd. No. Yeah, I got FedEx. that as an L. Yeah, FedEx. No. And then home against the Cowboys to finish off the season. No. See, I go win there, too. Actually, I have to, I have to take one win back. I, I forgot. I had them uh, losing to Carolina. Okay. All right. So, I've got the Eagles at 7-10, and 10, and you have them all at 17. Okay. Come on. All right, so I said to somebody earlier today <laughs> that you wanted to do this prediction thing. And I said, oh, for goodness sakes. I said, all right. I said, I'm going to predict them to lose every game. <laughs> I said, and I want to see how long it takes for him to catch on that that's what I'm doing. <laughs> the problem is you never caught on. <laughs> so I had to do the whole darn schedule. I thought you were going to catch on after the fifth game. Hey, whoa, you're predicting to lose every game? Well, the, the problem is I wouldn't necessarily be shocked, thought, let's say. I thought after, at minimum, I thought after game seven, you go, hey, whoa, you haven't picked up the win once. Wait, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, I mean... It took four years, though. If it makes it feel feel better, when the suit and I did, it took him four years to catch on to it. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> In fact, it wasn't until just now when I mentioned it on the air that he caught on. <laughs> I guess one thing that hasn't changed from the producer chair. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you think they'll go seven and ten? I got seven and ten. Yeah, I think I think they'll go realistically five and twelve, maybe. Okay, possibly four and thirteen. All right. Yeah, that's respectable. No, that's horrible. Well, I mean, I mean, respectable <laughs> for my expectations. That's bad in general. Yeah, I know. But yeah, okay. I got seven to ten too. All right. Like, and like for a normal football program, like everybody gets fired. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Steelers schedule now. At Buffalo for week one. No. Yeah, I got that as an L. All right. Then home opener against the Vegas Raiders. I think they'll be the Raiders. I got that as a W myself. Okay. Then home against the Bengals. Win. I also have that as a win. Um, at Green Bay. Loss. Yes, I have that as a loss myself. Home against Denver. Oh, win. I have that as a win. We're right on target so far. Then home against Seattle for Sunday night football, October 17th. Hard one. Uh, I'll say that's an L. I'm going to go win there. I think that's one Seattle could stump on a little bit, so I'm going to go win there. Um, At Cleveland for Halloween. Loss. Yes, I go lost there. Then, Monday Night Football with the Bears. Well, I can't stand the Bears. I mean, it's just a, no, I mean, I'm talking about I offensively. Yeah. They're boring. Yeah. 
mean, look, I never understood. I mean, I know Allen took money. I got that. Okay? The Bears made the best offer. But gee whiz. I mean, the Bears, to their credit, do everything they can offensively to set you back. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh. Yes, I got Pittsburgh as well. Then home against Detroit. They'll beat Detroit. I agree. I got that as a dub. Then at L.A. for Sunday Night Football. Chargers, that is. Uh, Chargers will win. I'm going to take the Chargers as well. Then at Cincy. Uh, Cincinnati. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna go win there. I gotta see. I gotta see it all come together for Cincy. But that is a that it could be a possible L. But I'm gonna go win for now. Then home against Baltimore. Loss. I'll go win there. Probably take the loss later on. Then at Minnesota. Well, it's a fifty-fifty game. Yeah. Um, I will say loss because I just. I, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go loss myself. I can see that being a clunker, especially coming off uh, two divisional games in a row. Yeah. Then they're home against Tennessee. Tennessee. I got Tennessee, too. Then at Kansas City. Next. Yep. <laughs> we'll keep them on. Home against Cleveland. Loss. I'm going to go win there. And then home again. I'm sorry, at Baltimore. Finish off the year. Loss. You go L. Okay. I'm going to go um, win there. So, you only have five wins for the, for Pittsburgh. I don't think they're that You're right, yeah. Mo- I have most, ten. I guess I'm more my, optimistic. Most of my wins are early in the schedule, too. Right, yes. Because they did falter last year. So, you have both PA teams at 5-12. and 12. No, I have the Eagles at 0-17. <laughs> <laughs> sure, 0 and 17. Air quotes. <laughs> and I got opposite records for the PA teams. I have the Eagles 7 and 10. I have the Steelers 10 and 7. Jeez, I don't know. Well, that was a really fun exercise. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, that was great. I enjoyed it. Well, I mean, look, I mean, now you can go anywhere without a mask, essentially. Yeah, and right. all that, and all that stock you bought in Lysol. All right, so <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> oh no! F O U L E D. That spells fault. Oh uh, yeah. So, well. Everybody's going to let's see. You can go to seventy-five percent beginning on Monday, and then in two weeks you can go to one hundred percent outdoors. So the cross cutters are going to one hundred percent. The spikes are going to one hundred percent. And I think that this, in a lot of ways, helps Penn State with decisions they have to make. How about that? Absolutely. We'll see. Now it's up to them to make the announcement. But I know that's something a lot of people are thinking about. 
And uh, by the way, the uh, Nationals beat the Phillies this afternoon, five to one. The game is now over, done, cooked, fried, and uh, the Phillies had a whopping six hits today. Let's see. Zach Eflin, six innings, went, gave up seven hits, five runs, all earned, struck out nine, walked two, but gave up two home runs. I'm trying to see who that homer in that thing for them. An exciting win last night. Yeah, well, no, it was. Herrera, of course. What's well, hard to get excited about what anything Herrera does, though. I know. I mean, it really, I mean, to be honest with you, it really is. But that that's difficult. Uh,. Let's see. Yeah, Eflin gave up all the runs today. Josh Bell homered. Kyle Schwarber homered. Ooh. Phillies in the first inning, actually. You know how they got their run? Double steal. Bryce Harper stole second. Andrew McCutcheon stole home. It's good base running. You had six hits. You got nothing today. All right, so. um, That was about it. Patrick Corbin got the win, went seven innings, gave up five hits a run. Struck out nine, didn't walk a batter. That's it. That's all they did. And Schwarber and Castro were the offensive players of the game. They got two hits each. In fact, Schwarber drove in two. Castro drove in one. Phillies had no RBIs because they stole home. That was it. But Herrera homered last night. Robles back to the wall, looks up, gone. That's your guy. No, not even close. No, Robles is. Oh, yes. Uh, I've I've done a lot of Robles games. He played a lot of games at Medler Field at Bruno Park. Because you know what what Washington did? Washington's triple-A team... Is up in it was up in Syracuse. I don't know where they, where everybody's changed around now, but it was up in Syracuse. So what they did was when guys were put on rehab assignments for the AAA team, Auburn's only twenty miles away, down the throughway from uh, Syracuse. So that's what they did. They sent um, they sent them to Auburn to rehab, so they'd be coming here. You get one like major leaguer after another coming through. So there you go. We'll take a break. Come back with more in a moment. Matt has the Eagles going 14-3. and <laughs> Because the order of the games just played out that way. The order of the games meant everything to what he was doing. I, on the other hand, saw things a little differently. Clearly. Maybe in a, maybe in a more realistic light. Back with more in a moment. <laughs> Have you seen your roster? Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Caught on. I mean, no wonder you think that that the horse told the the trainer to put the ointment on his ankles. I, I, I I'm confused. Figured if anybody would sit there and go, "Oh, what's he doing here?" I mean, when it got to 0-10, you didn't think there was something screwy? I would if I didn't think they would be, if I think there would, was a chance. You, you would if you weren't so locked in on yours, your predictions. Maybe that too, yeah. Get the lingerie <laughs> on the deck, call the janitor. Yeah, I deserve that one. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, I went through that the first few years. It's really about me. All right, so <laughs> okay. uh, let's see. Uh, Indiana, uh, Jerome Hunter hit a big shot against Penn State two years ago out there. Uh, is leaving the program in basketball. And the other one is that Foster Lawyer, when uh, Cassius Winston was there, was thought that Foster Lawyer would eventually become the point guard of the team. Foster Lawyer played in 86 games for Michigan State. He's a good shooter, Matt. He's a good shooter. But defensively, there's an old saying that when you're sitting at the poker table, and I tried, to, I tried desperately to convey this to the suit. He never caught on. I said, if you're not sure who the mark at the table is, the mark might be you. That is good okay. advice. Okay. Foster Lawyer, when he came on the floor, offensively, fine. Handled the ball okay. Really a very good shooter. But defensively cannot play. He cannot play in the Big Ten defensively. I mean, Penn State was, you know, they had guys who were just so much quicker than he was, and they exploited him over and over and over again. And they, to the point where late in the game, it was a close game, Tom Izzo had to take him out because he knew darn well Penn State was going to attempt to score in him every single time. He's going to Davidson now, and I think, you know what? I think his game's going to translate just fine to Davidson. I mean, he averaged two and a half points a game at at. Michigan in his career, I would say at Davidson he'll average between eight and eleven a game. So he'll do that. In Oklahoma State, by the way, Kansas transfer Bryce Thompson's going to go to Oklahoma State. So those are some of the basketball decisions today that were made. You know, we talked already about the uh, basketball schedule in the Big Ten, who you're playing home and away, who you're playing uh just at home and who you're just playing on the road that's so that set just the order of games going to be a big TV special on BTN where they're going to do the full schedule reveal it's going to be really cool no <laughs> such no. a hater you know what no. i think it would be exciting no what bothers you is that you have been verbally double teamed by your coworker and your wife. Yes. <laughs> but Luke did watch a little bit with me last night, sort of, while being act- his active self. He's 17 months. He has to win every guy. Oh, huh. No choice. Remember we told you about Steven Gonzalez playing in the Spring League? You don't have to worry about that anymore. He signed a contract with the Buffalo Bills. How about that? Good for him. Gonzo's one of the really nice guys you'll ever meet. I I want him to succeed because I just personally like Gonzo. You know, his high school football field was on top of a building. 